list prices are going to be a little awkward. Mm. The egos of buyers and sellers is going to be a little awkward. These next few weeks, at least, um, and this podcast is recorded in June of 2022. But from now till July-ish, even throughout the summer, we're going to be dealing with the egos of the sellers. And the egos of the sellers meaning... There's going to be sellers that want what their neighbors got in the spring. Right. And they're not going to want to give up that power of the higher prices. But then there's going to be the egos of the buyers who know that there's more options now and they're not stuck fighting just for one house. They're not competing. So they're going to want to see those prices come down. So there's going to be some butting of heads and adjusting. Sellers' mindsets are going to have to change and and adjust to the fact that their prices may not be what they were. And buyers may not be able to get as low as they think because they're you don't want sellers to get too cocky and you don't want buyers to get too cocky either so there's going to be this awkward butting of the heads for a little while um list prices are going to be all over the map if you thought they were crazy for the last three or four years with all these underpricing strategies yeah. wait for the next few months because you're going to have people going back to the old school way of listing mm-hmm. up around what you want or even higher to leave room to negotiate down. Right. There's going to still be a lot of agents using the underpriced strategies. There's going to be agents using the underpriced strategies that doesn't work. Then they're going to take it off market. They're going to relist at the higher <laughs> price. And we're seeing it all over the place. So be ready to see prices all over the map. Ask your agents. Yeah, th- this because, is why it's really important to be working with yeah. uh, with an agent that right. you trust and someone who does their job and is yeah. diligent about. And some houses are still going to get 10 offers. They will. In some, a lot are going to get zero. And we've talked about this in the last couple of weeks, um, but but this is the kind of a market now where having a good product, like being a seller who has a really good product in your home um, is important because like if you think about how quickly the market moved and how... how, um, just absolutely frenzied it was a lot of people out there as buyers overlooked things like old windows and old furnaces and acs Mm -hmm. and a roof that needed to be replaced and potential you know water issues in basements and things because they just wanted to get a home Mm -hmm. before the market ran away from them like a freight train but now we're heading into a market where you can be a little bit more discerning as a buyer and so when you go to a house and you see that the windows haven't been replaced in 40 years and you know, you're going to have to take that on. That could be, mm-hmm. you know, a $40,000 job. That's a huge thing. What if the roof needs to be replaced? Another 10 to $15,000. What if the furnace and the AC are 40 years old? Those things are going to matter. These are things that were being overlooked before because right. people just wanted a house. And now that people have options again, um, they don't have to settle for things that were flaws before. Right now, now people are going to start coming in with fine tooth combs. They're going to say, hey, you've been on market for a few weeks now. Oh, you got an old furnace. Oh, you got an old AC. Oh, you haven't replaced your roof, huh? Like, yep. yeah, you got no offers. And then they're going to start negotiating yes. those prices out. And negotiating is healthy. This is healthy. This is how yep. real trade and real estate should be. Um, and it's we've been spoiled. Sellers have been spoiled. It's been, it's been easier to sell houses in the last right. three years. And... That's a very small little blip in time. And in the grand scheme of things, we're going to go back to what would be more normal. And whether that, whether that's now or we're just getting a little taste of it now and it's still going to be a few years, I don't know. Because Windsor does have, if we're talking just in our local area, Windsor's got so much coming. Right. I have a feeling this is going to be a little blip in time. I agree with that. I mean, there's only time will tell, but I think you're right. I think we're going to, we're going to still see 
more modest growth over the next five years to 10 years here. Um, I was just going to say one of the things you may see come back to um, from a conditions perspective is you may see um, inspection with uh, allowing the seller to remedy uh, problems that you find in the inspection. Mm, like like through amendments R saying, hey, we right. found this. I want this light fix. I want light exactly. bulbs here. I want, or yeah, like, yeah. oh, there, you know, we found vermiculite in the, in the attic we or we found this. Like, yeah. Right? Stuff like Ooh, that. I miss it. Yeah. I yeah, and, or 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 even maybe not you know conditional on seller to remedy, but also just doing your inspection and finding things and going back to the to the buyers or the sellers and saying, hey, you know what? Like we need a a ten thousand dollar price reduction because we found this and this and this. Or you fix it. <laughs> uh, or or you fi fix it, and yeah. and you know you may end up with with uh, the ability to do that, and it only again only time will tell. But I think uh, negotiation is a big part of this business that's been missing mm -hmm. over the last five years. Because... And I hate to be the bearer of bad news for everybody out there that's been waiting for any kind of drop. And right now, this is a very modest drop. We're at 6%. It's probably going to double. We're going to probably see over 10% right. drop. And who knows? Maybe it goes to 2030. Maybe this ends up becoming a historical recession. I don't know. But I hate to break it to anybody. This in the macro of things, in the, in the long term, we're going to look back at this time and be like, should have bought. Damn, that was cheap. <laughs> Damn, that was cheap. Should have bought. Damn, even even looking back two months ago, yeah. how crazy it was. We're gonna look back and say, "Damn, that was cheap." Yeah. Um, the market it's not gonna stop for anybody. Even if we go into a global recession, even if we go into a real estate recession, a local recession, even two thousand and eight when we in two thousand and nine when we hit that historic recession. Yeah. Two years, we're back and growing. We're back and growing. So, if we, it's we're talking about something that might happen. We're we're talking about something that may scare people. But I can guarantee any of us read, looking back at this ten years from now, we're gonna be like, wow, like the, how minor of a thing that was in the grand scheme of things. Well, from a from a macro economic per perspective it really it, it's going to come it's a population problem mm. it's a population slash supply mm. issue our population will continue to grow mm -hmm. and like we've always said land land is a finite thing it, it you know you can't create any more of it there you know there's not there's not going to be more yeah you know developers will continue to develop little pockets of, of land but probably slower yeah. consistently then we're bringing in you know new immigrants into the country and and more people are going to be wanting to own a piece of property well they're they're but saying a lot the of growth these, is going a to lot be of there. these jobs that they're going to need for a lot of these projects coming to windsor are coming in from europe and places that aren't local so you have your immigration you're coming in you have a bridge that's going to be opened up bringing more people through you right. have amazon you have billion dollar factories for uh batteries then you have feeder plants already for casings for those batteries then you have a hospital that people need to build and then you have roads that people need to put in then you yep. need the housing for these people which supplies jobs and then you got uh the electric vehicle contracts that are going to come in with Stellantis and right. all of a sudden it starts snowballing and all these buyers are coming into the market and we we sit here in this little pocket of time saying oh the market's going to crash maybe so but I'm telling you if these jobs continue to keep coming in this way it's going to be a sliver of time and we're back to a booming market. Yeah. So 
if everyone's like, oh, it's going to come crashing down. I don't know who thinks this is going to be this like downfall for 10 years of like opportunity right. for people. And, and honestly, the ones that are complaining the most probably in the end aren't going to do anything about well, it. Well, they, they've been complaining for 10 years, even when well, the market was, even yeah. then when they could have gotten a house for $160,000, they were still complaining that was too much because 10 years previous, right. it was 80. And even if prices come down, they're still paying pretty yeah. similar prices because interest rates are up. Right. So, yeah, I've had I've had this conversation with with a, a few clients, too. And, and uh, you know, I, I always bring up, you know, look at the outlook for Windsor, Essex and, and what's coming here. And um, a lot of the time, the response that I get is, yeah, but how how well paying are a lot of those jobs? Like how much is Amazon really going to be paying? How much blah, 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 blah. Right. How much are those sixteen hundred engineers? Gonna well, pay? right. Exactly. So so. A, half of those jobs are going to be really well-paying jobs because they're going to be engineers and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, even workers at um, Chrysler and with Stellantis and stuff are going to be making pretty good money. But even the jobs that maybe aren't paying as well but are bringing people to the area because they're jobs, that's going, it's a domino effect. Those people are going to need a place to live. Maybe they aren't going to be able to come here and afford to purchase a home, but they're going to be coming here and they're going to be able to afford to rent something somewhere. And that in turn takes up a spot where somebody needs to live. And that person who used to live there maybe is now going and, and trying to purchase a home, right? So just because people are moving here and maybe not all of them are able to purchase, that doesn't mean it's not going to push our market up anyways. Because even if they're renting, that's going to displace people who are renting who are now going to be purchasing. So it's just kind of a domino effect that you have to remember. It's not just about everybody coming here and buying a home. Because people are right. All these people coming for jobs here in this area or getting jobs in this area aren't going to be able to afford to purchase yeah. a home. But that does not mean they don't need a place to live. right? And that's just going to cause more investment. More investors are going to turn their eyes to Windsor and buy properties and fix them up and put them up for rent. And that's going to push the market mm -hmm. up again. Uh, I just looked up something pretty interesting here. So, <laughs> and I, uh, I think you're right in whether it's long-term or short-term and most of the jobs I actually think are going to be long-term jobs. Um, yeah. the only short-term ones are maybe the construction of, um, but anyways, I'm looking at here at a mortgage calculator and if you had a house two months ago that was worth 800,000 and you purchased that home at a 2% interest rate. Okay. Um, that 2% interest rate at 800,000 was a 37, 38 per month mortgage right. payment. Okay. If it came down to 650, so if the market dropped 150,000 on that house yep. and interest rates now are at 4.5, it's 3895. <laughs> so you're, you're still paying more monthly with a hundred and fifty thousand market drop. Right. So yeah, interest rates interest rates are, are I mean, sorry, yes, prices are coming down, but that doesn't mean it's going to be any more affordable for everybody because Absolutely. the only way they fix that was by raising your interest rate, which actually is raising your monthly payments. So now you're getting the same houses and paying more for it and it's deceiving because you feel like you're winning because the market prices have come down. But in reality, if you don't have a good interest rate and you're locked in, and, and by no means 4.5 is not bad. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's more normal. Right. Um, but at 4.5 compared to what we had, that's why prices were going up so high. 
because interest rates were so damn cheap. Um, so it, that's very interesting. One hundred and fifty thousand dollar deduction is actually still yeah. If you've you if more. you've got some time um, out there, go to our website, yeah. which is uh, joeconlin.com Joe or realtorsforlife.ca. Yeah, um, and and check out our our tool. We've got a, a section that's. Uh, I think it's called, is it just called, oh, it's called financing yeah. on our website and go to our mortgage calculator. It's a really, really smart mortgage calculator. It gives you a huge graph of, of, of your payments over the course of the mortgage and it allows you to put in all the information, um, like your interest rate, your property taxes and all that. And it gives you a really smart readout. Um, but, it, but play around with it and see what the difference is between what interest rates were and what interest rates rates are mm-hmm. now. Um, it is really interesting to see how, just how much those interest rate hikes are truly affecting the price of things out there because you're right. I mean, people are getting approved at less affordability. Therefore, they can't go out and pay $800,000 for a house anymore. They can afford to pay six fifty. At that raised interest rate, they're still paying the same amount of money per month. We're fixing inflation with inflation. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's a weird, but it's just a perspective thing. And you're actually just paying a lot more money in interest. Yeah. Uh, than than the principal amount of of yeah. of your loan now. So so now it's uh, sellers sellers are selling their houses for l- less money. So now people are getting less for the sales of their home. Buyers are still paying the same amount monthly or right. more. Um, so it's I think it's a false illusion of fixing a problem. It, it's it's just slowing down the competitiveness of the market, which is slowing down the growth of the average sale price which hopefully will help with the inflation problem. So I understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, but if you think this is saving you any money by any means, I, it's not really in the in the monthly uh, bills. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be doing this again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it'll be good so. to talk about it in a couple of weeks because things are I'm changing. I'm interested. Things are changing yeah. so fast that, it, that it's going to be an interesting next. I think it'll be an interesting rest of our year. This is new for us every week. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. And it's, uh, it's important to, to talk about it. And, you know, we're lucky here with a team. We have, we have people to bounce ideas off of and, and uh, get perspective from, you know, all six of us. And it's, it's, it's a good environment to be in. But, yeah. See you next time. Thank you.